Hello, listeners, and uh, welcome to this new episode of Your B-Side, the podcast that will tell us more today about our guest, Mary. Hey, welcome, Mary. Hello, how are you? Good, and you? Thank you. Looking forward to hearing more about your B-Side, Mary. And as you know, in this podcast, we're going to start with your A-Side, so basically your company and your role in this company in 30 seconds. Okay, sounds good. Um, so my A side is I've recently just founded a co-founded a social media agency called Bread Agency. We are everything you'd expect from a social media agency, doing everything from a kind of social strategy through to campaign implementation, reporting, um, etc. But I guess our differentiator is we specialize in social commerce. So really looking at how we're working with brands, taking them from more of that discovery platform, how they're typically used on social, to more of that commerce powerhouse. And yeah, so I, I do that with my business partner, Amory Trigger. Um, and so far, so good. And from Australia, right? From Australia, yes. Sorry. Yeah. So I'm based in uh, Sydney, Australia. I've been here for about seven years now. Okay. Great. So thanks a lot, Mary, for that. And uh, exciting A-side and exciting industry to be in, right? Social commerce. So yeah, it's moving a lot. So now we're going to switch to your B-side and we're going to start with sports. So what sports are you practicing? What do you like potentially watching on TV or even in in uh, real life? Yeah, amazing. So sports, um, I do, I think when I think about sports as well, I, I kind of include strength training in that and going to the gym. Um, I quite enjoy doing that. And I think that's good for me, both physically and mentally. Uh, I (laughs) also do a bit of running. I won't say I'm a fast runner and I kind of, I I wouldn't actually coin myself as a runner, but I do run slowly uh, a couple times a week. But then from a sport perspective, I quite like tennis. And I think also in Australia, you know, lots of great weather, some great tennis courts around where I live. So do try to do that a couple times a week or at least on a weekly basis, which is quite fun. And then, you know, you have your your big tennis tournaments that are amazing to yeah. watch as well and get you get you a bit inspired to um, <laughs> hit the tennis courts a bit more because I'm not great, but I do enjoy it. And actually, the tennis season starts in Australia, right? In Melbourne. So that's uh, that's the first, yeah. uh, the first tournament. So good. Yeah, exactly. I haven't actually made my way down to Melbourne to see it yet. I've had... A couple times I've had tickets booked, but I've never actually ended up getting there with, you know, COVID and flight delays and all that sort of stuff. So maybe 2024 is my year. Yeah, perfect. So let's put this on your to-do list for next year. (laughs) (laughs) Great. And if you switch to movies, what's your favorite movie uh, that you can watch, watch and rewatch? Look, this is a hard one for me because movies, um, there's so many. But I think what I watched the other day, rewatched on the plane, Jerry Maguire, and it made me realize how much I love that movie. Just such a good storyline. You know, you feel good. You're laughing along. You're getting emotional in it, which (laughs) um, I, you know, are all elements of a good movie for me. So I think Jerry Maguire is one of those movies that you can watch time and time again and never get sick of and always kind of find enjoyment in it. So I'd have to say that's probably one of the favorites, um, which I was reminded of a little while ago. Yeah, good one. I love it as well. Good. TV series, any TV series you're currently watching, uh, binge watching? Started? Yeah, so I just just finished Dope Sick, which was so amazing. So that's kind of based on the opioid crisis and addiction that um, kind of 
plagued the US and I guess still does. And it based it was based on Purdue Pharma and I guess the family who runs that called the Sackler family. So it's yeah. so interesting and um, really well done. And I guess there's a book actually about that as well. So I'm interested to kind of get to that next. But so we we stopped, uh, we finished watching that, which was quite good. And then have moved on to The Last of Us, which is, I'm not sure if you're familiar with, but, or if you've seen yeah, yeah. it, it's very good. I'm in it. Um, I'm, right now I'm in it. I'm watching it. The episode three. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's one of the best ones. I find it interesting how they, you know, typically I like to binge watch shows sometimes. So. Yeah. Um, this one they release it every week which is a bit of a challenge for me and, and you know testing my patience but that's all right it's so good uh, some of the episodes just the ca- the character development around it, it kind of focuses on that end of the world um yeah you know time and how this you know kind of couple get through it you know, the yeah. couple characters so i also the love that it's based right. on the gay couple the gay but, couple. and that yeah. was so that storyline was so Amazing. good just yeah, agree. how much you can, you know, fall in love with two people in a 60 minute episode was quite amazing. Yeah. But I also love how the whole series is based on a video game. Have you played yeah. the video game? No, or, never actually. So that's it? why I, I, like you, I started a TV series. I haven't played video games. So then I looked at it afterwards to, to better understand what the concept of the video game was. It's, it looks to be at least what the critics are saying. It's very, very uh, faithful. At least it, it follows really with the narrative yeah. of the video game, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, so good. So I'm not a huge gamer, but um, very, I love the concept of taking that video game and also turning it into a series that is so watchable and loved by so many people. So yeah, really enjoying yeah. that one at the moment. And it's, inter- it's interesting to see the other way around, right? You watch a TV series that makes you want to play the video game that it's based yeah. on. Usually it will be a, but yeah. I'd love to hear from someone who actually has played the game and what yeah. their take on it is. Um, would be quite interesting to hear their perspective. Yeah, so among our listeners, if you are a big Last of Us video game fan, please let us know about this and and how it correlates with the with the, with the TV series as well. Yeah, we're looking forward to hearing your your thoughts about this. Great. Okay. Let's switch to music now. Uh, what bands, artists that you like listening to? So I think for a long time, Florence and the Machine has been one of my favorites. Um, okay. Saw her perform at a festival in at Oceag actually in Canada a number of years ago and I think from there on out just solidified my love for um, her as a performer and her music. Um, I'm also a really big fan of the Tragically Hip which again another you know which a Canadian favorite hopefully many Canadians I think only Canadians know of the Tragically Hip. Uh, It's funny coming over to Australia and you know sometimes you'll be at an event or a party and everyone kind of goes around and puts a song to add to the queue and add to the playlist. And oftentimes a lot of tragically hip song people are like, what, who is this? What is this music? But I quite like it. And no one outside of Canada seems to know uh, who the tragically hip are, but such amazing songs. And I think they just bring back some, you know, good memories and it's, you know, lots of good songs for different moments um, that you can enjoy. And then yeah. I also was just uh, lucky enough to go to Glastonbury last year and okay. Burna Boy was a performer at Glastonbury and, um, amazing performer and I think that again just loved the music he's an amazing performer uh, amazingly talented musician so um yeah I guess it depends on the mood but lots of different music uh, styles I guess that I'm that I'm interested in great 
So lots of diversity in music. Perfect. Um, yeah. About reading and your books, any books you've finished reading or you're currently reading? Yeah, so I just finished a book um, by uh, Kazuo Ishiguro, which is called Claire and the Sun. Again, okay. it, it's a bit futuristic. It's really interesting. It kind of talks about um, kind of like robotic friends that people can have, yep. you know, children can have growing up. And it's a really interesting, I guess, just perspective on um, relationships and love and life, which was, I would highly recommend reading it. It's a great read. Um, and then I'm also now reading, it's called The Creative Act by Rick Rubin. So Rick Rubin, the well-known music producer, um, amazingly talented and very creative. And he's now written a book almost on, I wouldn't say his creative process, but I guess things that he considers as, you know, through bringing to life his creativity and in the number of different ways and uh, performances that he does. So it's yeah. an amazing read again. I think it's one, it's one of those books that you are more bookmarking throughout and going to go back and reference um, okay. in both personal and professional life. So highly recommend okay. that one as well. So Clara and the Sun and the Creative Act. Okay, well noted for, yeah. uh, for our listeners. Yeah. If we switch to podcast now, what podcast are you listening to? Podcasts, um, it kind of it ranges. So I guess almost I kind of I start my day usually with more of a news focused podcast. Um, I do really love the daily to go into a bit more detail around some of the you know key topics that are happening. It's a bit it's a bit uh, US focused, but it does have a global look on it. So it's by the New York Times, yeah. um, and then I do like the global news podcast by the BBC. I think that's just. 30 minutes you could do it on your morning walk you are quite up to date um, and have enough detail around world events um but then i love listening to health focused podcasts and the huberman lab by andrew huberman is such a good tool for that he's extremely um educated informed and talented so he's a neuroscientist and he really takes some complex health topics and gives you okay. really simple to follow easy to implement kind of tools and information so i really love that one from a health perspective um and then esther perel is an absolute genius when it comes to relationships uh, both romantic and just you know professional relationships any relationships that you have so her podcast on where should we begin is a really interesting concept because it actually kind of follows a couple that they go to her for relationship counseling and you listen into their counseling session and then she kind of overlays that with her thinking and her expertise okay. over top of it. So it's an amazing look into, um, I don't know, people's lives that you know are different from your own and different relationships. And she's just such a talent and um, has so much information. So it's great to hear her perspective on things. Great. So lots of great recommendations here. So Uberman Lab, uh, the Daily Global News Podcast, where should we begin uh, by Estopel? Okay, sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Thanks for sharing, Mary. Uh, we're going to travel with you now. So you want to talk about, uh, I think, multiple travels you've done uh, with your family when you were maybe a bit younger. Yeah, amazing. So I am originally from London, Ontario. Um, and we have amazing Great Lakes around there. And I think a I have a big family. So I have five siblings um, and 
family trips then get a little bit complicated when you have such yep. a big family. <laughs> so my family, our big thing was we would rent a cottage for a couple of weeks um, in the summer and everyone head up there. Okay. And I guess, you know, being on the lake, being on the water and being there for, you know, one to two weeks, it was such an amazing time and just so many good memories. And I think still to this day, whenever the family's all together, we're talking about stories that happened at some of those family cottage moments. So you know, you can go, for me, it's, you know, I've been lucky to, you know, move to Australia, have trips yeah. within my life. But when I think about some of the most memorable, it always comes back to some of those family cottage summers that you just, you can't beat no matter where in the world you are. Yeah, no, I'm true. And, this, and the, you said, uh, uh, landscape in Canada, is, it's so amazing as well. Lots of nature, lakes. So yeah, all this correlated family and nature. So, okay, good. Yeah, the freshwater lakes, I will say, because now, you know, I, we live by the ocean. So you swim in the ocean a lot, which is amazing. But yeah. when you come home to the, the freshwater lakes, and I even um, brought my boyfriend who's English back over the over last summer, <laughs> And he was like, this is amazing. All the, you know, the freshwater lakes and they're huge. And um, yeah, we're very lucky to have that in, in Canada. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely agree. Okay. Good. Um, so now we're going to talk about um, a major event of your life uh, when you were uh, a bit young, younger. Um, so yeah, yeah. Well, can you share? Can you share this moment? Yeah, definitely. So um when I was in my early 20s, my dad got sick and um, passed away, which has a huge impact, I guess, just, you know, at any point in your life. But I think being yeah. so young and in your early 20s, that had a huge impact on me. And when I think about it, though, it really, in, in some ways, changed my perspective on, um, or just reinforced my perspective on the importance of, of family and making sure that you you know, put time into the relationships that really matter um, yeah. when you have the time because you don't want to regret anything um, if you haven't. So that was a huge, I guess, change for both me and my whole family. But I think, you know, we also, it kind of brought us closer in a lot of ways. And it's really made me, as I've gotten older, make sure that I keep check of the relationships yeah. that matter and um, keep perspective of what truly matters in life. So even from a work perspective, you know, making sure yeah. I don't let work go too far and I'm, you know, forgetting to call home or speak to my family or spend time with the people that I really love. Some work-life balance and giving you a, an, another yeah, perspective on, on family relationship and so on. So okay. Yeah, exactly. It's too important to uh, waste time not spending with the people that you love. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Mary, for uh, for opening up and, and sharing this uh, this story. Uh, yeah. We're gonna switch you to your hobbies now. Um, yeah. Obviously, as you said, agencies are already a lot of your time. What do you have time for next to uh, watching movies and all the other subjects that we discussed about? Yeah, no, I know. It seems like I'm so I don't watch that many movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jerry McGuire, at least. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just go back to that one. Um, in terms of passions and hobbies, so I love skincare, and I have for a yep. long time. And I think um, I don't know how long ago it was now, maybe almost like seven t years ago. I started just tinkering around with making my own skincare. Um, and just playing around with different ingredients, etc. And um, since then, I have kind of perfected. Well, I think it's it's a really great skincare recipe. So I do that. I make my own moisturizer, and I love doing that. Um, just kind of as a, a passion of mine, and sharing what I'm learning with some of my friends, etc. Um, and forcing my boyfriend into a better skincare routine. <laughs> um, and <laughs> then I've work? also. 
Does he work yeah, with your yeah. boyfriend? Yeah, okay. Yeah, he likes it. You know what? I make him his free skincare, his free moisturizer. So That's he's good. very happy about that. <laughs> um, and then I've also got into sewing. So I think when I was younger, I really was interested in sewing. My mom sewed. Um, but then I never did it too often or really took it up. But a couple of years ago, I bought a sewing machine, took a sewing course, um, and have been trying to do a bit more of that. I'm, again, I'm not very good at it, but I'm trying to improve watching a lot of YouTube videos um, and recutting and re-sewing a lot of fabric because I'm making a lot of mistakes. But I love um, thrift shopping, and so a big part of that is buy- finding some things you know, secondhand and then seeing what I can create from those elements um, myself with the sewing machine. So that creative outlet, I guess, is something I really love. And um, I have a lot of fun with it. So even if some of the outfits look a bit wonky, I've enjoyed the process. And is it one like small uh, tissues uh, and uh, pieces uh, that you do, clothes or what, what kind of... Uh, what yeah, kind of so elements? sometimes it'll be like, oh, I don't know, I'll find a dress, but I don't really love the length <laughs> of it or... I don't like, you know, the sleeves on it or the fit or like, you know, I love men's okay. dress shirts, for example, but sometimes they just don't fit perfectly in certain areas. So okay. I'll kind of tweak those those elements of it and, and see what I can make that better suits my style and um, okay. how I want it to fit. Do you have examples or pictures on Instagram to share? <laughs> no, I don't really share them yet. I think give me, a, give me six months and let's see how I can improve. Okay. Perfect. That's a perfect transition to our next segment, actually. So, what, what's on your to-do list for the next month and and years? We talked about uh, going to Melbourne next year for the uh, yeah. for, for the tournament, tennis tournament. We we talk obviously your agency uh, will take you some time for the next uh, upcoming month. So, what do you have on your to-do list that you want to do in the, in the coming years? Yeah. Okay. So I guess get better at sewing is one. I should put yeah. that on the list. It wasn't on there, but that's six months. Six, six months. months. <laughs> have something to showcase. Um, and then because I've, you know, founded this agency, co-founded the agency with my business partner, that is a big focus at the moment. Um, I obviously, I, I want to make sure that those things that I love doing outside of it, like making the moisturizer, sewing, yeah. you know, reading, all of those things, they kind of make me better at my job. So those are a constant, but a big focus for the next, you know, six, 12 months is going to be making the agency a success. So yeah. I'm, I'm ready to invest a bit more time into my work um, to make that happen. And then look, I know, you know, personally, I, <laughs> Um, I'm 33 and I think there's an element of, you know, thinking about what that next chapter looks like for me in terms of I'd love to have kids at some point in my life. So when you ask me, you know, in the next couple of years, that's definitely something to consider. And I guess, you know, starting an agency again, it's just how I make, how I die, how (laughs) I'm going to find a solution that works for me to make the things that I want in life work together happily. Your agency is already, uh, in a sense, your first baby, right? So you have to, yeah, exactly, to, to take yeah. care of this baby and make it grow first. Okay. Exactly. And I hear Great. twos are the, the toughest age. So I don't know if that's true for agency life as well, but we'll see. <laughs> You'll see, you'll see. Okay, great. And and to finish this episode, Mary, we're gonna finish with an anecdote that you want to share to uh, to the audience. Uh, what 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 is it? Okay, so this one it's interesting in terms of. My family, my, I have a nephew who I'm closer in age with than I am to my sister. 
So when I was seven years old, my oldest sister, um, who is 18 years older than I am, had a, had a baby. Yeah. Um, and so I was like seven years old, you know, they're teaching me how to change diapers. And I was like, well, I'm literally just got out of diapers myself. Um, but it's been really amazing. I think just to have that relationship, have a really strong relationship with my sister, but then have this like really unique relationship with my nephew and then some yeah. of my other nieces and nephews as well, who are, you know, quite close in age to me and, uh, be that aunt who's, I guess, kind of, you know, not too far off where they are in, in their life journey as well. So, um, I'm heading TikTok home like actually. Them, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's following the same trend. So yeah, that's uh, <laughs> the I right, get lots of inspiration from them as well. From a work perspective, <laughs> what are you guys talking about? What's cool? They <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. Yeah. Okay. So they will join the agency soon. Then they're gonna be yeah, the, exactly. The next, uh... the next hires. <laughs> Great. Thanks a lot, Mary, for joining this episode today and sharing your B-side to the audience. So thanks, Mary. Thank you so much. It was lovely to be on. And to all of our listeners, so let's uh, see each other and for next week for a new episode of your B-side. So and on next Saturday, there will be a new episode and a new guest. So have a great week until then.